Hello everyone and welcome to Orbital the Gadgets 360 podcast. In today's episode we are going to be talking about affordable streaming sticks and boxes and that means basically if you have a TV and you want to turn it into a smart TV these are the devices you would want and they are the most affordable of these devices in the market. So a lot to talk about here and as you may have guessed by now the expert who's here to talk about all of these things is our in-house audio and TV expert Ali Padiwala. Namaskar. Namaskar Ali. I am so glad you didn't forget our namaskar routine uh, because of course, never. Uh, <laughs> Royden was there in a recent episode and he totally forgot about it and we both uh, were very disappointed that he forgot that we are supposed right. to say namaskar and be Indian on the podcast. You have to start with namaskar. All right. I am your host Pranay Parab. A very warm namaskar from me to everybody as well or vanakam or whatever is it is in your language. So Let's begin this episode by first quickly introducing what these devices are. As I said before, if you have a normal TV, you want to turn it into a smart TV, the cheapest method is probably this by getting one of these affordable uh, streaming sticks which start at around 2700 or thereabouts in terms of Indian rupee pricing. Uh, you will get products such as the Mi TV stick, the Mi Box 4K, the Fire TV stick, the Fire TV stick Lite, and if you really want to splurge and, you know, just Uh, go nuts and get the best possible experience out there perhaps uh, then you might want to spend 17000 rupees on the apple tv 4k but that's not what we are going to talk about today we're going to talk about the more affordable devices in the market and that means we're going to stay at a price range of under 6000 rupees for a reason which we'll get to in a bit so if you already have a smart tv there is still a reason you might want to consider these devices and i'm sure ali will elaborate a little later on that as well and um that reason is basically that your smart tv is a bit too slow a bit too laggy doesn't connect to wifi properly or whatever other problems that you may be facing so these devices have a market they definitely are quite useful i am saying this as someone who's currently using the fire tv stick as well and there's a lot to talk about here simply because this is where i think we are seeing a lot of new products this year and in the tv space i think if we say that uh, 2019 was when these affordable smart TVs exploded in the market 2020 is when uh, Xiaomi has stepped into this uh, streaming device market as well making that uh, maybe slightly less of a monopoly that Amazon had over there so we have some serious competition here so a lot to talk about in this episode and well Ali first um, let's maybe talk about what to expect from a device such as the Mi TV stick or the Fire TV stick Lite So yeah let's get straight into it the Mi TV stick and the Fire TV stick Lite are the two most affordable devices you can buy right now with this particular set of functions Mi TV stick is a little bit more affordable at rupees 2799 and the Fire TV stick Lite is 3000 rupees or so 2999 and they both have just about similar capabilities and similar pricing but uh, there is a, fu- a fundamental difference between the two in that the mi tv stick uh, runs on android tv while the fire tv stick lite runs on fire os which is amazon's own version of uh, i mean it's based on android but it has its own skin and it has its own set of apps and its own app market and all of that stuff so in that sense these two have that fundamental difference but then at the same time the similarity is that both of them are uh, full hd streaming devices so they can stream at up to full hd they both support a wide uh, variety of apps including netflix prime video hotstar 
whatever the common one z5 or alt balaji or whatever the indian ones that people might be interested in so these are the two most affordable devices and these are the ones that i think uh, the budget market will largely go for especially like you mentioned the people who may not have a smart tv they have but they have a pretty good tv that they're not ready to get rid of just yet it has an hdmi port you might want to just get those smart so that you can you know watch netflix and prime video and all of that stuff in which case that is one use case for these kind of devices the second use case is again like you mentioned you have a smart tv but that smart tv isn't performing so good it it may not have got a software update for two or three years uh, certain apps may not even may not have been supported from the start such as netflix or amazon prime video in which case you want to have a proper streaming device that just plugs into your hdmi you continue to use your tv as a screen and not use anything else on the tv while the processing the smart functionality the ability to stream uh, all transfers to one of these streaming devices yeah true so i think that pretty much covers most of the use cases for these devices here um important thing to highlight here is that the price of entry at this point is still in my opinion a little on the higher side for these streaming sticks specifically i'll elaborate on that a little later but first uh, if you look at it i think the me tv stick is at 2700 or thereabouts and uh, fire tv stick lied at 3000 right 2800 and 3000 there's a 200 difference yeah yeah so uh, for somebody who's looking at this right Uh, many people may have a smart tv that was really affordable maybe like under 20000 or so uh, that they are not very happy with or they may have spent around that much money whatever 15 20000 rupees on a tv and after that if you look at it to upgrade to this functionality or to just like uh, get their tv going again in terms of getting back the smart functionality it's still about 10% of the cost that uh, they would be paying now i'm talking about the people who would definitely want to get these devices um, like the two the brackets of people we mentioned okay um, and that again i'm specifically saying that because these are the most affordable streaming sticks out there those who have like a 70000 rupee tv which is not smart and they want to get a device for it they probably can easily afford to get a 4k fire tv stick or an apple tv 4k or something like that so it's still a significant investment to make but the experience that you get may not always be the best now i'm saying this because i am now using the fire tv stick not the light the fire tv stick the basic one uh, it has about 8 gb of space uh, the space is mostly used to just like install apps and stuff so there are quite a few apps on that uh, in in that 8 gb i think about 3 uh, or 4 gb is free right now some apps are installed some spaces empty now the problem that i face mostly is that uh, while playing movies and tv shows there is usually not a single issue like everything streams just fine if there is an issue it's probably to do only with the internet but the interface is really really laggy like i find that things like going back to the home screen changing the uh, wifi from one network to the other there are two in my house uh, like on the same router one is 2.4 gigahertz and the other one is 5 gigahertz uh, things like troubleshooting basic things like force closing an app these things they just take way too long and sometimes even going back to the home screen and scrolling there's like you know the screen is just nicely frozen for me for about 5 seconds and then it starts responding again and i've already like tapped the right arrow like four or five times when it finally starts responding so these are some of the issues that i have encountered with the fire tv stick but since you ali have used the me tv stick and i believe the fire tv stick light as well uh, you probably will be in a better position to comment no, so i haven't used the fire tv stick light just yet but i have used the me tv stick 
and I have used the Fire TV Stick 4K, which was launched sometime last year. Uh, so there are some pretty big differences in the performance of all of these. Now, the Mi TV Stick is a new device, but at the same time, it's an affordable device and it doesn't have really great hardware. It's got a similar 8 GB of uh, internal storage. This is only for apps and app data. It has 1 GB of RAM, which I think is too little. It needed at least 1.5 GB or 2 GB to function properly. Now, the Fire TV Stick Lite, I believe, also has a newer processor. The, the new Fire TV Stick and the Fire TV Stick Lite, these are both the 2020 editions. They have better processing power. The Fire TV Stick that you're using is the one from 2016. Now, that's a four-year-old device, which is part of the reason why it's uh, kind of slowed down. That device used to be pretty good when it was new, but it's also uh, faced a little bit of wear and tear, and it's probably not been getting software updates in the last few months which is the reason why you're facing these slowdowns. I believe it's not going to be as bad on the Fire TV Stick uh, Lite and the new Fire TV Stick. But the Mi TV Stick definitely has a little bit of a lag. It's a little bit slow, largely because of that 1 GB RAM. I think 2 GB of RAM would have made the difference. And that is now where the Mi Box 4K comes in at 3,500, so 700 rupees more you're getting 4K capabilities, you're getting 2 GB of RAM, you're getting far better interface performance, and generally the ability to stream in 4K and HDR, even if you don't have a 4K TV right now, you might get one later, in which case your Mi Box 4K is still going to be relevant. Yeah, true. So that's actually a very good point to make here. So my problem here is that a lot of people must have bought these streaming devices uh, Whenever, I mean, 2016 is the more... It wasn't refreshed, right, until now, the Fire TV Stick, uh, the, the base The one. Fire TV Stick was not refreshed at its core. Uh, the Fire TV Stick 4K did come out into in late 2018, early 2019. And mm. that was considered the refresh, but it's the 4K variant. The, the, the Full HD Fire TV Stick didn't really get a refresh. All they did is added the new Alexa remote and all of that stuff. So then it became like Fire TV Stick with the new Alexa remote if you were buying it some point last year. And yeah. at the end of the day, the hardware is still the same. It was still 2016 hardware. Yeah, true that. So that is actually a problem. Uh, so something for people to keep in mind as well. So if uh, basically with these budget streaming sticks, I'll uh, tell you a couple of problems that I've encountered personally. Uh, one is that these streaming sticks are all basically uh, extra large size pen drives, if we can call them, uh, that in terms of the form factor. Uh, you plug it in directly to the HDMI port. So in some TVs, I've seen that the HDMI port is actually uh, like there are two or three HDMI ports. They're way too close to each other. And that means that one of them will get blocked unless you buy one of those extender cables, which is what I've had to do with my TV. So that's uh, problem number one. Problem number two that I faced is what I told you already. And since this is an older Fire TV stick, uh, when I bought it in 2019, I don't think, you know, I really paid attention to when the hardware was refreshed and all that. I just wanted one affordable one. And I got it. And that's here we are with that uh, experience that I have. So I just worry that in the future, uh, like these budget sticks will not really be able to uh, perform as well. Like the stuff you're saying with the Mi TV stick in particular, that really worries me. Like today for 2800, if you're getting a slightly slow and laggy experience in a year or maybe in two years uh, when these apps have become a little more heavy, all these streaming apps and with a couple of years of use and updates and other things. 
uh it's not likely to get any faster in my opinion so that's one thing i also worry about now the point you made about the the me me box 4k at 3500 rupees if you're getting a 4k streaming box that uh presumably does not show any lag at least based on what we experienced with our review unit uh and the performance you get is decent and the fact that you're getting 4k at a pretty low price like less than what you would pay otherwise for even the normal fire tv stick forget the fire tv stick 4k then why would you want to go for these streaming sticks that's what i'm wondering it it looks like such a like such an open and shut thing right it's just so much better it is also pretty affordable it's just 700 rupees more than the device that you know is the most affordable in the market then why would you not get that definitely so if it was up to me i'd pay that 700 rupees more in an instant i mean i'd i'd, I'd just stretch my budget a little bit but then again you have to think of it from the mindset of uh, the majority of the buying audience i mean if they have a budget of 3000 rupees or 2008 rupees that's a hard budget it's get going even 700 rupees more is in this particular case roughly 25% higher i mean if you can't stretch that budget sure then the me tv stick makes sense if you have a hard budget of 2800 or rupees 3000 Additionally, there is, like you said, the form factor. Now, the Me TV stick plugs directly into your HDMI port. Even if you use one of those short extender cables, it's still largely plugged into your HDMI port. While the Me Box 4K is a larger device and needs to be set on a tabletop. So, mm. at that point, you need to then worry about the tabletop. You can't just plug it into your HDMI port and let it dangle because it's not; it's too heavy to do that. in which case then you need a tabletop if you don't have that tabletop to place the tv on or you or your tv is say wall mounted or something like that with no space to put the me tv box then uh, the me box for kid then maybe the me tv stick makes sense provided you have a full hd tv but in my personal opinion if you can do it if you can figure a way out and you can stretch your budget 700 rupees you definitely should be getting the me box for kid instead of the me tv stick Yeah true that I completely agree with you on those points uh and one other question I had before we talk about you know which uh, streaming stick should people get in case they absolutely cannot go above 3000 rupees in terms of their budget is that uh with all of these devices uh, that you basically let's talk about for example the uh, Mi TV stick the uh, Mi Box 4K and all of these devices Do you really have to worry about sound output and other things also, or is it like something that's just good by default? So, and so it's yeah. uh, these these devices don't really handle sound. They just handle the sound codecs and the sound formats. So they'll be whatever you know, Dolby capable, Dolby audio capable, or Dolby Atmos capable. In which case, the device is outputting to the best of its capabilities. But at the end of the day, it still depends on your TV or your soundbar or whatever you're using uh, in the middle for sound. So if those devices are not good, you're still not going to get good sound. It's not like these devices will do anything greater than that. They're just making sure that the digital signal is the best possible. Now, whether it, you're talking about the Mi TV stick. they were talking about the mi box 4k there is support for some uh, some of these formats i'm not too sure exactly what the support is but both of them do support dolby audio at the very at the very least i believe the mi box 4k also supports dolby atmos i'm going to have to confirm that because i don't quite remember but uh, no it doesn't it so it supports dolby audio and uh, dts 2.0 which is good enough i mean at that price level so yeah. in that sense you're getting the support in terms of uh, the codecs and the formats but sound quality at the end of the day depends on the sound quality of your tv or your speakers 
Yeah, true that. That's like a pretty in-depth explanation for that. I don't think there's like any further uh, query that I have on that front. Uh, one last thing again, sorry, like I keep remembering things that people have asked me is why should somebody get, say, a whatever, me, TV stick or whatever instead of a Chromecast? Uh, because that's, again, a confusion that many people encounter. So what would be your suggestion in so, terms of who should get what? So the Mi TV stick is a standalone device. It has its own remote. It runs its own software. Now, that doesn't mean the Chromecast doesn't run its own software. It too runs its own software, but this is not standalone software. Uh, the Chromecast plugs into the back of your TV. It runs off HDMI. It has its own interface and stuff, but it doesn't have a remote and it doesn't have the ability to control itself. You still need to use your phone as a remote control for it in the middle in the sense you have to tell your phone that you want to you want this particular content from netflix or amazon prime video or whatever cast it to your tv in which case uh, it sends a signal to some server that server pings uh, the chromecast on your tv and it essentially directly streams the content onto your tv it's still using up the internet it's streaming but it's doing it in a slightly roundabout and uh, odd fashion that involves servers in the middle and sending pings and signals all over the world. In contrast, the Mi TV stick is a standalone device. It has its own software. It runs Android TV. You control it with its own remote. And you basically stream directly on the Android TV interface itself. So you load the app up just as you would load the app up on your phone. You stream it directly. All the Mi TV stick is doing is sending a signal into the HDMI port telling the TV what to do on the screen. And it's pretty much handling itself. This is a standalone device. It's working the way it needs to work without adding too many steps and too much complication in the middle. Yeah, true that. So, I mean, uh, like if I were to say, speak in layman terms, maybe. Uh, then I'd probably say that the Chromecast is more like a mirroring device and the Mi TV stick is more like a streaming device. Would that be accurate? Not exactly a kind of a mirroring device in the sense Chromecast, uh, the Chromecast standard does kind of mirror. But at the same time, it's also just a remote control device. It's a device mm. that, doesn't, that doesn't have its own teeth and you need to give it teeth by using your phone in the middle. Essentially, that's what it is. You're not really mirroring, you're, you're directly streaming that content, but it's your phone that is telling the TV what to do rather than the, rather than the streaming device's own remote telling the TV what to do. Now, all of that considered, uh, you have to also think about the fact that there is a new Google Chromecast. Uh, this was just launched recently and this is a standalone Android TV device just like uh, everything else with its own remote and all of that stuff. So we don't have India pricing on that yet because they haven't quite announced uh, how much it's going to cost. But I personally think that the new Chromecast is going to give strong competition to all of these in terms of pricing, in terms of features, in terms of functionality. It's going to give competition to the Xiaomi Duo. It's going to give competition to all of the Fire TV sticks. It's even going to give strong competition to the Apple TV, in my opinion. Yeah, true that. So um, like before I go on to talk about my thoughts on the Apple TV, I think that this uh, new Chromecast is definitely the right direction to go in. But the old one, well, uh, one reason why I would discourage people from getting that old Chromecast is if your phone is in the middle, then I've noticed that the phone becomes a bit of a distraction. Plus, it's also like something that will consume more battery life uh, for your device. Now, especially if you have an older device, which you're using to uh, control this Chromecast, then, you know, that does tend to have a negative effect. I really like it 
when these devices are standalone and when they have their own remote so i can just keep my phone away forget about everything else and just you know enjoy the content that i am watching because ultimately i am watching some show or some movie to uh, sort of relax my mind get away from the you know stresses of living during a pandemic and just like adapting to this new lifestyle and other things so the more immersive the experience the better and with a phone in between that simply uh, does not work for me personally so definitely i agree i i think that the old chromecast is not really something that it it, it costs the same amount of money as a me tv stick roughly and the me tv stick does way more and it also has its own chromecast built in so mm. essentially the me tv stick is doing exactly what the chromecast does plus more at roughly the same price so don't bother buying a chromecast exactly unless the new one comes in india and then we'll have to do another and, episode uh, of this yeah, podcast and then, and then, and then it, that's a whole new discussion definitely <laughs> yeah true that okay so about the apple tv i really really think that apple should launch some kind of an apple tv mini or something um that is available at around the price of a fire tv stick 4k even if it's say at 9 or 10000 uh you know i still will find a way to justify paying that extra money for the I, apple tv i cannot i look i'll agree with you the apple tv is a really really good streaming device it's the best one there is especially if you buy the 4k variant it's got everything you need but i cannot justify paying 17000 rupees when the fire tv stick does does 95% of uh, what the apple tv does at one third the price there is no justification for paying that kind of money what apple really needs to do is cut pricing they need to be charging 8000 rupees or so for the 4k edition 5000 rupees or so for the full hd edition and that's the end of that Yeah well that's definitely not going to happen anytime soon but at this point i don't understand what they are charging that premium for based on what we get in the competition sure i mean um, with most of these devices see there's a separate conversation to be had about how many times they're pinging the home server uh, what data like from your streaming habits and all is being used to target ads towards you and other things that's a whole separate conversation but is the price of uh, privacy alone like 3x the cost of what? it is not it is not yeah. i will never agree that it is i don't think the apple tv 4k is worth the money i don't think the normal apple tv is worth the money either just normal apple tv to just forget it i mean like yeah. you know there's no way i can recommend that when the 4k is around except exactly. like you absolutely have to have an apple tv uh, and you don't have a 4k tv like in that case so, i can the, think about it the, the big advantage is airplay i mean that's literally the yeah. only advantage i mean if you've got an iphone you have a macbook or something and you and you often need to use airplay then the apple tv is a really great device to do it but then again there are a lot of new TVs that are also coming with built-in airplay like i i just finished reviewing a sony tv that had built-in airplay so mm. at at some point what do i even need that apple tv for anymore I, or rather i mean i'm sure i need the apple tv but what do i want to pay that premium for considering yeah. this is a dated device they need to adjust pricing if they want to stay relevant Yeah, true that. So I can think of like uh, first wait wait before I go ahead. I just remembered like uh, should just clarify what AirPlay is. Basically, if you want to mirror your Macs or your iPhone screen on a larger display or something, AirPlay is the way to do it. And Apple TV does that pretty well, uh, screen mirroring. So this another like ecosystem thing, right? Apple devices to uh, like mirror them. I guess the fastest way I would say probably is via this. Definitely, uh, AirPlay AirPlay is great. AirPlay is far superior to to the Chromecast standard and all of that stuff. I love AirPlay. I mean, I have an iPad, I have a MacBook, and I love AirPlay. Uh, whenever I do have access to it, like in the case of this TV that I just finished reviewing, yeah. but uh, it's not worth the premium. It's just not worth that premium. 
Yeah, true that. So uh, there's that, and the other use case is like uh, I don't know for applies to three people in India who already have a HomePod and don't have enough devices in the house to use it with. Then you can get an Apple TV and use the HomePod. Definitely, that whole ecosystem <laughs> thing. Sure, I mean you you paid twenty thousand rupees for the HomePod. You paid one and a half lakh rupees for the laptop. You paid seventy thousand for the iPad. What's another seventeen thousand on the? Exactly. I mean, if you think about yeah. it, in the devices you mentioned, this is the cheapest. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, but jokes aside, uh, I completely agree with you. Come on, man. Apple, like, bring it at ten thousand rupees, the four K Apple TV. Uh, I don't know. Make it in India or something, or just decide that okay, you want to sell this device and do it. I will buy it. Uh, but otherwise, at seventeen thousand rupees, I'm increasingly finding it hard to justify that. But Definitely. anyway. let's come back to the original topic before we got sidetracked uh, just a little uh, is that the me tv stick light and uh, sorry the me tv stick and the fire tv stick light between these devices uh, what should people go for and let's assume that they absolutely cannot raise their budget above 3000 rupees so that's going to be hard for me to answer outright because i haven't used the fire tv stick light and i don't know how it's going to perform but mm. based on what i've read of the hardware i have a feeling the fire tv stick light is going to be slightly better in terms of uh, interface performance as far as the actual interface is concerned i prefer android tv to uh, fire to fire os right now i mean i was a huge fan of fire os till uh, i actively used the fire tv stick 4k but android tv has improved like vastly since uh, android tv 9 pi and now even with the whole google tv interface coming which was going to come with the new chromecast first it's it's made huge steps uh, improving all it's it's practically as good as uh, fire os at this point if not better so in that case i would say if you're more interested in the interface itself go for uh, the the meti the meti vist right mm-hmm. and like i said i'm qualifying this because i haven't actually reviewed the fire tv stick light but i believe the fire tv stick light is going to perform a little bit better based on my reading of the specifications yeah so just to add to what you said just now the uh, fire os thing right uh, if you are a prime video user then i think it makes sense to if, go if towards you, if you if you use prime uh, if you use amazon uh, prime uh, video a lot then definitely uh, fire os is a, is the better operating system if your if your usage is more uh, varied across major streaming uh, platforms see you use a lot of netflix the netflix app on amazon on on android tv is probably the best on any platform uh, i would say the youtube app is obviously uh, the best on android tv hotstar is pretty good on android tv so all of that works pretty well so it depends on exactly what your usage is if you're largely using prime video yeah definitely get get uh, the fire tv stick Yeah, true that. So if you look at purely the numbers, I think Hotstar has to be the biggest streaming service in India simply because they have a rather generous free tier, and uh, like stuff like the IPL is streaming on Hotstar. So definitely, yeah. Uh, definitely, more people are interested. But I have to wonder that uh, in terms of people who are paying for services, like in the premium, uh, you know, streaming service crowd. Right. Yeah. I think it has to be neck and neck between Hotstar and Amazon Prime Video simply because. Hotstar has that VIP subscription at three sixty five rupees per year, and yes. Amazon Prime Video has the whole package, which includes fast delivery, which includes Amazon Music, and a bunch of other things at nine ninety nine a year. So right. that works out to something like eighty five rupees a month or something, uh, which 
I think many people have to be ready to pay. And Amazon Prime Video also has like a basically what they've done is they've gone to IMDb, which is also an Amazon-owned uh, website, and they've seen which is the top. uh like which are the top ranked english movies which are the top ranked hindi movies and they've tried and uh, basically gotten many of them and they've also done one more thing which is even when uh, theaters were open and people were able to go to theaters before this pandemic began uh, they started getting many of these hindi movies uh, really early like basically they are in the theaters one month later they are already on amazon prime video and these yeah. were particularly the small movies were, were the ones i saw like the indie uh, productions and no, there were a couple of big ones as well gully boy yeah. was on amazon prime video literally a month after uh, it got out of theaters so exactly so there are a lot of people who use prime video and may not be using other streaming services as much Uh, so what I'll say is that the Hotstar experience on the Fire TV stick again, mine is a slightly outdated uh, experience because it's an older Fire TV stick. Is not that great. It's it could be a little better uh, because I've found it to be a little buggy. But the Amazon Prime Video experience on the Fire TV stick is unparalleled. I don't think I can ask Definitely for more. much it, it more does, than that. Amazon Prime Video doesn't work better on any other device. Yeah, so that is something to consider as well because many people will be using Prime Video exclusively. They'll be thinking this is more than enough for my movie watching needs. And for these people, the Fire TV Stick Lite might just make more sense. Uh, but like you said, you know, Android TV will obviously have better YouTube. And there, uh, there's one, there's one other factor that I forgot to mention is the voice assistants. Now, if you have uh, I, the Fire TVs run on Alexa. and uh, the android tv devices all run on google assistant so it depends on what you have at home as well say you have amazon echo smart speakers the fire tv stick might be a little bit better because you uh, those two will be able to work better but say you have a google home or say you have one of the google nest mini or even the mi smart speaker which just launched which is another google assistant device in that will play a little bit better with your android tv devices so that might be another factor to keep in mind uh, before making that choice yeah true that that's actually also a very uh, valid point in my opinion uh, one i think uh, another thing to mention here is that you know we are talking a lot about all these devices and everything but we should definitely say that listen you need a good internet connection to be able to use these devices properly you uh, need I, you need 15 mbps at the at the very least uh, yeah. of stable internet connectivity to be able to stream even at uh, to be able to stream at 4k and you need around 8 mbps or more to be able to stream at full hp if you have anything less than that you're going to have a shaky experience yeah true that and you know what like this is uh, one thing to realize here is that uh, while the resolution of what you're streaming is probably going to be the same no matter what device you're using in the house probably Uh, you should remember that if you're connecting these uh, using these streaming devices, they'll be connected to a much larger screen, and they will try to default to HD, uh, and you know then take it from there most likely. Yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so on your phone, it may start at something like 480p and then go to 720 and stay there. Uh, but on the bigger TVs, it's most likely going to try and go to 1080 as soon as it can. So definitely, yeah. <laughs> that that also makes a difference to to your experience. Uh, but I will say this: that once I move to watching stuff on the bigger screen, especially movies and all, I find it very difficult to come back to watching things on my laptop or even my iPad. I I really find it to be a pretty uh, inferior experience after making that switch. So. again that's something to consider like that's why i'm pretty excited about this market and what's happening here and my only hope i only hope is that apple also comes into the picture at maybe what 8 9000 or something and gets the apple tv 4k there because it's, it's that not is gonna a... happen you you and i both know it's not gonna happen but we I can know. hope 
Yeah. Yeah, but that's a phenomenal device. Like I I having used the non 4K Apple TV. Uh, this was a few years ago. I think I was using it maybe in 2018. At that time the competition was not as tough in this market. Xiaomi had not entered the picture at least not in India and we also uh, maybe we had i think the fire tv stick as the primary competitor for yeah, it for was the it was TV. the old fire the 2016 fire tv stick and it was the chromecast literally that's all there was and obviously yeah. in front of those two that apple tv uh, even the non 4k version looked looked brilliant and it still is brilliant i'll i'll happily admit it but it's just it's too expensive i can't justify paying that kind of money for it Yeah, true that. So that's very unfortunate. But you know, like those who are wondering, like uh, why we are talking so much about the Apple TV here when it's not even in the picture in terms of pricing. Uh, it's for a few reasons. One is that uh, I don't really like the remote of the Apple TV. I've complained about that before as well. It's a pretty flimsy remote. One that if you drop, sometimes the glass on the remote shatters. Uh, and also, it's not the best to use. Like in terms of, it doesn't have many buttons and. it takes some getting used to so th- th- there are some complaints about that definitely but the interface on the apple tv uh, tv os is really good like i really like the interface and also every app kind of uh, maybe buggy but on the outside it looks quite polished so that uh, overall look and feel definitely goes well and uh, if you are somebody who uses other uh, ios devices for example you have some like you have an iphone or an ipad uh, some of the games that you've purchased or if you're using if you're using the apple arcade subscription some of the games on apple arcade also work on tvos and you don't have to pay extra so some of these experiences are something that can't be uh, replicated on other streaming devices but if you're looking for a device purely to watch movies and stuff which is the primary purpose of the apple tv as well it is just ridiculously expensive like especially in india i don't know how the pricing compares in the us and other countries but over here if apple needs to if apple wants to capture this market they would need to do something like what they did with the iphone 10r like price it sensibly initially the iphone 10r launched at something like 78000 rupees then they brought it down to 60000 the mrp and after that in some sales we saw, saw it going down to 50000 or thereabouts so that's what needs to happen to the apple tv as well i think the mrp definitely has to come down uh, to something closer to 10000 so that at least with some discounts trade in or something you can get it at a reasonable price like what ali mentioned at 8000 or thereabouts so that's you know how i feel anyway ali to wrap up this podcast i think a couple of things are uh, due here first is under 3000 rupees which is the streaming device that you would recommend for most people because i have reviewed it the mi tv stick uh, mm-hmm. but i would i would say maybe you know consider the fire tv stick lite as well uh yoli if you like we said if you are a prime video uh, if you are a heavy prime video user consider the fire tv stick if you have echo devices around your house consider the fire tv stick lite hmm okay so that's uh well it's not a very difficult choice in my opinion based on what you have um in in terms of the other devices also in the house okay next is under uh 5000 rupees which is the streaming device you're going to recommend uh the mi box okay without a doubt at 3500 rupees you can't buy anything better than that okay cool and i think the next question is if uh, let's say in the sale uh in one of these whatever amazon great indian festival sale uh, or whatever else that is going on if we have the fire tv stick 4k at 5000 rupees which has happened before if i if i'm not mistaken right right yeah uh, then under 5k would you still recommend the mi box 4k or would you lean towards the fire tv no stick? then i'd go with the fire tv stick if it's going below 5000 rupees i'd go with the fire tv stick 4k purely because of dolby vision uh, support which the mi box 4k does not have 
Yeah, so the Dolby Vision thing is a big deal because if you watch that kind of content, I think Netflix and Amazon Prime Video both have multiple shows and movies that support. Amazon, it. Amazon doesn't. Netflix has a lot of movies and shows that support uh, hmm. Dolby Vision. Amazon Prime is still on the HDR10 format, at least in India for now. Hotstar ah. has a little bit of Dolby Vision content. A couple. Oh yeah, of... now that Disney Plus has come in, that yes, they now have... that it's Disney Plus, Hotstar actually has some uh, Dolby Vision content and. If you have Apple TV, then that has a lot of Dolby Vision content. But Apple TV again only works on uh, the Fire TV. I mean, between Android TV and Fire TV Stick, Apple TV works on on Fire OS. And All right, wait, 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 Ali, Ali. Before you go ahead, sorry to interrupt you. I should just quickly clarify that Ali is talking about Apple TV Plus, the streaming service, which is different from Apple TV, the streaming device. So yes, you those can... names are confusing. I <laughs> Very confusing. It is a I'm horrible you, name. I'm glad you clarified <laughs> that. I'm talking about Apple TV, the streaming service, which is on Fire OS, which is on the Fire TV Stick software and the Fire TV Stick. And I'm not talking about the device, which is the device. Yeah, exactly. It's it's uh, quite the kitschy, as I would say. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. yeah so uh, some factors definitely going for the Fire TV Stick 4K, like the uh, presence of the Apple TV Plus service, which is ninety uh, nine rupees a month in India, a very generous pricing for sure. Uh, so if you are watching some shows on that, fair enough. Dolby Vision yeah, is a even, major even thing. If, even if we are not bothered about the the monthly streaming service, you can still uh, download. You can still pay and watch, or either pay and buy or pay and rent uh, movies and other TV shows. Like there's a mm. bunch of really good movies on the Apple TV platform, which you can literally just rent for like you know three hundred or four hundred rupees, which is what you pay in a theater anyway, and kind of watch that with Dolby Vision and all of that stuff. So Apple TV without Apple TV Plus is also a pretty good streaming service. Yeah, true that. So then, uh, like some of these reasons, especially Dolby Vision, would definitely make sense to pay that extra fifteen hundred bucks over the uh, Mi Box 4K. And these days, Dolby Vision is available on TVs at around thirty thousand rupees. Yeah, you can get something. A forty-three inch Dolby Vision TV costs around twenty-six, twenty-seven thousand rupees right now. Exactly. So it's not like it's uh, well unaffordable anymore. I think I remember like maybe a couple of years ago, Dolby Vision means fifty thousand plus. Immediately you could just like say yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. The licensing costs for Dolby Vision were a lot higher back in the day. I have a feeling they've significantly dropped the cost to license uh, the Dolby Vision standard, which is why it's now available on TVs that cost less than thirty thousand. Exactly, I think uh, that's li- like a really good development for people like you and me who would like to uh, watch this content. Especially, I watch a lot on Netflix, and you know, so many times I see all these logos like 4K Dolby Vision, and I'm thinking, hmm, <laughs> if I if only I had like bought a TV that was you know right. that that supported all these things. Like, in fact, one of the mistakes I made was I bought uh, the TV that I bought. Right, it was. Uh, when I bought it, I thought, "Arey, it's a good TV. It's 32 inches. It has 1080p. Uh, seems good. Uh, I don't think there's any problem with that. And anyway, if I want a good 4K TV, I have to pay 60,000 rupees or whatever, 50 plus. So that's outside my budget. So let's just get this. And now I'm looking at it. I'm thinking, 'Oh my God! If only I had waited a little longer. Under that's 30, the thing. A yeah. TV is a long-term purchase. I mean, at some point, you know, don't try to cut costs too much. Try to get the best you can uh, because." Once you buy a TV, you're not going to want to replace it for at least five or six years, and then you're going to spend maybe three or four of those years uh, watching low-resolution content or not getting the benefits of Dolby Vision content on Netflix. So definitely, I think that's something that buyers should definitely be considering. Yeah, consider. I mean, in this day and age, the minimum you should be getting is 4K and Dolby Vision, considering it's quite affordable. 
pretty uh, much pretty much and you get 43 inch 4k tvs uh, 4k dolby vision tvs so and 43 inches is in my opinion not too big for any house i mean it might be a little bit large but it's not going to be too big so even if you have a small room even if you have a small viewing uh, distance still uh, you know stretch to 43 inch spend just under 30000 rupees get yourself that 4k dolby vision tv yeah true that i completely agree with that and i think with that we've covered uh, what we set out to cover and much much more i think ali we did get quite definitely uh, yeah <laughs> digress yeah. yeah yeah we covered a uh, lot of things but it's okay i mean i think we gave a lot of context in today's episode which i am a fan of because sometimes we just get caught up in discussing the device and all the circumstances around the device which uh, right. is, is a good thing what we did today so with mm-hmm. that we'll wrap this episode of orbital we'll be back with one more episode next week and in the meantime you can follow us on facebook twitter youtube and instagram at gadgets 360 subscribe to this podcast and review it rate it all these things you can do via any podcast app that you use, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, whatever it is. Um, please do these things. They help us a lot. And also, if you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can write to podcast at gadgets360.com. Thank you so much for listening once again. And we'll be back next week.